Welcome to Coffee with the Sarlows. I'm Kelly. And I'm Karen. We are a mother-daughter duo of mediums, medical intuitives, psychics, and energy healers offering personal sessions to clients all over the world. And this is our podcast. Coffee with the Sarlows is a platform to share the remarkable experiences of our clients and the messages that are channeled for them from the spirit world. These stories will make you laugh, some will make you cry, and some are certain to be an absolute butt-kicking with love. Our intent for this podcast is to gently and kindly challenge your beliefs, grow your empathy, and help you find pieces of your own self in each one of these individual stories. Before we jump into today's show, we have a few notes for our listeners. Karen and I have personal practices channeling for local and international clients. If the stories in these shows is something you'd like to experience, you can request your own personal session through our website, bysarlo.com. We also have gift certificates available if you wish to gift this experience to someone anywhere in the world. We have a second podcast series called Sips of Sanity. This series is your emotional and intuitive intelligence toolkit. We pick one topic every month and provide you with healthy tools for critical thinking and communication. This series airs the first week of every month. The first show is free and can be found on our website, your favorite podcast platform, or YouTube. The full series can be found on patreon.com forward slash by Sarlo. Patreon is our membership portal with a ton of monthly benefits for those of you seeking to grow your emotional and intuitive intelligence. Karen has a personal blog that explores the beauty and importance of intuitive gifts. There's a question and answer segment that addresses listeners' questions. As we mentioned, you can find the complete Sips of Sanity series here along with handy habit trackers and great reflective questions to help you get the most from the shows. We provide you with guided journeys and music to enrich that experience, and we're running an emotionally intelligent, interactive book club. And for patrons in our top tier, each month we're putting your names into a draw for a free half-hour channeling session with Karen or myself. If you're interested in joining us, head over to patreon.com forward slash by Sarlo. Now, on to the show. Kelly, we have a pet lover show today. Oh, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. That's great. I hope it's great. It is great. Good ending. Everything is great. Beautiful. Yeah. I'm in it's it. just going to be one of those lighter shows, which sometimes we just don't, don't always... do. Yeah. <laughs> so the client is long distance by Zoom. And could you name her, please? Janae. And by the way, this client gives me permission um, to give the names of the pets and people will learn why. Cool. So Janae asks if I could tell uh, tell her anything and everything about her pets. And then she just giggles. Oh, boy. And I hear cats. I hear dogs. I hear chaos. But it's a fun kind of chaos. It's, it's, not, um, it's not stressful. So when you say you hear, are you hearing this through Zoom? Or are you hearing this with your gifts? Oh, I like that. I'm hearing this with my gifts mm-hmm. because... I don't hear anything other than just silence where she is and silence where I am in my own home. Mm -hmm. So this is all through the gifts. I hear both types of animals making noises. And like I said, there's no no stressfulness in this. It's lovely. But I hear many cats and I hear many dog barks. So I said to her, is your giggle all about the fact that there are so many 
you don't really know where to begin or what to do and how to organize yourself in this? And she goes, yes. And I said, well, just give me a second. I want to check in with the spirit world, get a few validations for you, and then we'll figure this, we'll figure it out together. So then I'm remote viewing her home and I see a very beautiful, well-kept home and off of the kitchen, I see a window that I've never seen before. Like, mm, yeah, I don't know how to describe this. It's There's a window to look outside where you can see nature. And there's another window that's to the right of if you're looking out her kitchen window. So it's just, a, but it's a separate one. It looks like somebody created it like, um, how do you, well, all windows are holes in the wall. I'm just realizing my words aren't describing this well. No. But you can tell that a company has come in and done this, and it's a gl- it's like a tube. I don't know how to describe it, Kelly. It's a tube. There's a ramp that goes up to it, so the cats and the dogs can go up this ramp. Mm-hmm. They can go into this tube. They're now outside of the house, so to speak, like a walkway. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and then it goes, it's long. And it turns like it bends because of the way that her house is created. And when the animals come out the other end of it, they're in this gorgeous backyard. Cool. And I don't even know how to explain how she's got these flaps on it, mm-hmm. but they can they can come and go. So, And I'm curious because I'm looking at that going, who in God's name created that? But obviously some engineer or... I don't know. Some cat lover. Some cat and dog lover, because the mm-hmm. cats and dogs go through this passageway. Oh, and way. the dogs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, to go outside, and you can see through it. So it's like um, a tube. I'll call it a tube of sorts, except that it's not round. Tunnel? Tunnel. <laughs> difficult, even yeah. though it's light. <laughs> so they've got this tunnel to go outside, and she doesn't. She lives in a climate where there's no winter season, so we don't have to worry about insulation. And I tell her this. I say, "Oh, you're in a climate where there's no winter." And she goes, "What?" And I said, "Well, I'm in the winter. Like I have yeah, winter." Hear me here. out. <laughs> right. <laughs> I get snow. I get hail. And I said, "You don't experience." It. Oh no, no. She, I don't have anything like that. And I said, "Okay, but what I'm saying is, is that you can have this kind of of system because." They literally can go through this and they're not going, your house isn't going to be inundated with the cold. And she goes, no, that's right. You got that right. And I said, when they step out into this yard, you have like the pet yard and then you have your yard. And she goes, I do. She goes, what are you doing? And I said, I'm remote viewing your home. And she goes, oh, I don't know to be impressed or to be freaked out. You can be both. (laughs) Yeah. And I said, let me describe what you've done. So when they come outside, Kelly, there's a beautiful garden area um, that goes like around one side of it that's absolutely beautiful. So she's, I'm going to say she's got trees and stuff planted so dogs can pee. Cute. She's got things in that area where there are many locations where the dogs and the cats can have water. She has food stations. So she's got these stations, and I don't know how to describe all of this, but where they, the food comes out like in a timer? A feeder. Yeah, okay. So she's got these set up, like for the cats. She's got areas where the dogs have bowls. Um, but she's got toys and ramps. She's got an old couch. 
she's got, but if I say an old couch, people would look at that and go, seriously, she's got pieces of furniture and stuff where the dogs and the cats can get up on it. Like this whole little area is for them. She's got a little poolish kind of area where, and it's in ground, but I don't know how to describe that. It is a pool in ground. It's just like she's taken a regular plastic thing you'd buy at Walmart and she's inserted it in the ground. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they can get in there and play in there. And then if you keep going down this little stone pathway, then you see that she has her own yard where she has her own stuff. Now, the pets are allowed to go over there, but they know that they're not allowed to do the same things over there. Mm -hmm. So there's training and there's respect that this is my yard. That's your yard. And she'll even say shit like that to the cats and dogs. No, no, no. You poop over there. You poop in your yard, not my yard. So I'm explaining this to her and she says, you, you've done a lovely job of describing what I've done. And I said, you live alone other than with all of these pets. I said, there's not a partner as in terms of that you don't have a human with you, but you would say to people that you are in communal living. And she says, that is exactly how I describe this. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I said, you even have a garden and different gardens in the adult part that I'll say is a more functional part of her yard where she's gardening fruits and vegetables because she likes to make their food homemade. So then after I like affirmed all of that with her, she was like um, tickled pink that somebody was seeing how much she was caring for her family and that she calls them family and that she values values them to that degree mm -hmm. and that she doesn't diminish their existence when she's out with other people and other people know that about her, that her pets are her family. Mm -hmm. And she commands that kind of respect when other people are talking to her. So I just said like the things about character, the things about the locality, like all of the different things. And she was really happy about that. And I said, so now we have a little bit of a problem. And I said, just in the sense that I'm not quite certain how to go through your session. I said, do you want to do cats first and then dogs, like group them? And she goes, that would be fine. And I said, so how are we going to do it? And she goes, I want to say them by name. And I want you to tell me whatever they want me to know. And I said, oh, I said, I know why. Some want to give you personality. Some want to give you, this is what I need. Some want to say, this is medical information. I said, there's a variety. And she goes, yeah. And I said, well, then why don't you say the name and I'll say what I get. And if it doesn't meet your needs, you can tell me and you can jump in and ask the question. And that's quite often how we do all of that. And she said, yes. And I said, well, who are we going to start with? And she goes, I want you to start with Lemon. So now remember, we're doing cats first. So Lemon's a cat. And Lemon comes in and says, I am an older cat and I'm having bowel issues and they're trying to figure out what's really going on, but they, they're guessing it and they're kind of bringing it down to that. And it's correct. I don't want them to waste time on any other tests, no more money on running all the other stuff. Stick with my bowel and Karen, I'm an older cat. So if it's going to be costly, and she's going to argue with you because she'll do anything to save my life. But if it's going to be costly and it's just going to keep me alive and in pain longer, I don't want that. And she says, um, but I do want her to know 
that all of my fatigue lately isn't about my bowel. It's about trying to organize the family and pick the person, the person, that personality, (laughs) pick the personality that can step into the leadership role as I'm gently stepping out of it. And I said, okay. So I told her all of that information. And she said, I can't thank you enough because this is explaining her behavior. It's also explaining why I'm getting messed up that when I go to the vet and I say that there's, you know, she's saying to me there's a bowel issue, but that doesn't explain the fatigue level. Mm. And the vet's trying to explain to me that Lemon is getting old, but I don't want to hear it, that I'm not listening to the vet. And that my vet is frustrated with me, but loves me because I, they know how much I love all these pets and I take care of them. So I'm mm-hmm. such a valued client, but I'm giving this particular vet a hard time. And they know it, so they're trying to ride through it with me. They don't want to lose my whole family or me. And not, not just for the money, Kelly. They love yeah, them. They care. Yeah. Um, but that I have to smarten up. You're telling me to smarten up. You're telling me to accept this. And I said... Yeah, because it's, it's part of life. And she said, and I said, it's part of the lesson with lemon. And she goes, okay, it's kind of like if I had my mom living with me, she's (laughs) running parallels to trying to figure out how she's getting these lessons because she's really choosing to have more of her life lessons with pets than she is with human beings. Good on you. Yeah. And she says, okay, thank you for telling me that. Then this cat walks up to me, and I struggle a little bit to get... A new cat? A new cat. Okay. And the new cat comes up to me, and I don't know how to get the name, but I say to her, there's another cat that approaches, and I said, she's she's got um, like multiple colors in her, but they're dark, and she says, oh, I know who you mean. She says, there's no other cat that's quite like that. She says, I know what you're, who you're saying. That's Bailey. Okay. I said, uh, Bailey is saying that... She is the next cat. Like, she's watching Lemon. She's understanding. She's observing. She doesn't always jump in. And you're wondering why she's not being more assertive. But she's trying to be respectful that Lemon is still in charge of the whole family. She's in charge of the dogs. She's in charge of everything. She's <laughs> She might even be in charge of this human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so Bailey is observing all of this, but isn't trying to step in yet. So Bailey is understanding you respect the process. You observe it. When Lemon says, you go deal with this mess, you go settle those dogs down. Bailey has to trot over and settle the dogs down. And then she'll come back after she's had some time, she'll go over to Lemon. (laughs) And Lemon will figure out and tell her what she's done right and what she hasn't and so on, right? So Janae says, this explains to me what relationship Lemon and Bailey are doing that I'm not figuring out. She says, I'm observing that from my own little garden, my, my, my own backyard, but I can't quite figure it out. So I thought sometimes that Bailey was afraid of Lemon. And she says, you're explaining to me it's not fear in the least. And you're also explaining to me that Lemon doesn't hate Bailey. And I thought she did. I thought these two cats weren't getting along, and I was concerned. And I was wondering if I had to get rid of Bailey. She said, I don't want to do that. And I said, well, you don't need to. They're in a process. 
and they're working out the process perfectly together, but it is a fine balance of change in power. And Lemon isn't going to fight for the power. There's not going to be cat fights. And Bailey has agreed there's no cat fights. This is going to go smoothly, but they need you on board to understand it mm-hmm. and to enforce it. So when the dogs are acting up, and I'm not going to say fighting because they don't. It's, it's where they get a little bit too rambunctious playing. Bailey will go over to calm them down or separate them or call them into timeout a little bit. And then they kind of go back and they play again. And she wasn't sure if she was supposed to be interfering or not. So sometimes she does and sometimes she doesn't. But she's, she is interfering overall in how they're trying to figure this out on their own. So she says, so I need to stay in my own backyard, (laughs) which is funny. Great metaphor for life. Isn't it? Yeah. So I said, yes. I said, Bailey and Lemon are figuring this out and they're trying to let all of the other cats and dogs know that there is a transition. So everybody's trying to notice where the transition is. Oh, Bailey's coming to do this. So we have to pay attention. Lemon is not. So we can't wait for Lemon to come and break us up. Bailey's going to. And we have to make sure that we listen and give Bailey the respect we gave Lemon. Isn't that... Like, I just keep thinking of all of this, like you said, in terms of work environments and family units and changes. I said that. Didn't you? I didn't. But I so love when you give me credit for things I didn't say. So I accept. I'm so smart. (laughs) (laughs) As are Bailey and Lemon. (laughs) Okay. So now Jenny is the next cat. And she comes through and says, I get along with everybody. I get along with the cats. I get along with the dogs. If the dogs are roughhousing, I'll get right in and roughhouse. If they're playing and tossing each other around and nipping each other, I'll get right in there and nip. I'll get right in there and ride their backs. I'll crawl on them. I'll bite their ears. I'll just... <laughs> She's super, super playful. And they call her Jin, by the way. I got that one wrong. Um, and I spelt it wrong. And I, and I point that out because I get the J's and the G's mixed up. Because they sound the same, mm-hmm. right? Ginny, John whatever. So I had written that down on the page that it started with a J or a G and she, uh, and she goes, yes, Ginny. And, but we call her Jin. And there's a reason this is all coming through. If you're, if you're going to hear all of the names, if anyone's caught on so far, Lemon, Bailey, Jin. So Jin explains. She likes her alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It gets funnier and funnier. Okay. Oh, God. So so she's just telling me that. She's just saying, this is my character. This is how I play. I fit in. I'm not a problem. I'm not unhealthy. The only thing that she has is a little bit of problems with her vision, and everybody knows that. So they, they I'm going to say that the other animals take care of her, but there's not a huge need to take care of her because there's, she's staying in the yard. Mm-hmm. She's not one of the cats that would leave the yard and come back. Um, or be taken out on a walk like one of the dogs and come back. She, she's, I'm going to call her the house cat. And she loves that. If everybody else is busy and doing their own things, she just absolutely loves her own time. So she can be very social and she can also be very 
okay with solitude in her own space. She likes her own energy. She loves who she is, which is just a beautiful way to describe her character. Then I smell something I haven't smelt in decades. And I'm not certain if I got it right when I was smelling it. And I said, I smell vodka. And she went, oh my God. She goes, this is really cool how you're getting things. And she goes, so that's the name of another cat. (laughs) And I said, okay. And I'm laughing through all of this. I've never heard anybody name their pets like this in my life. And vodka comes through. And sometimes they call her V, but her real name is Vodka. And when she's introduced and stuff, she's not introduced as V, she's introduced as Vodka, because this woman is very proud of all the names of her pets. This is like a next level cat lady story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, well, cats so far. Yeah, I know. I know there's dogs too. Yeah. Come on. So Vodka is rambunctious. She can be a problem. They don't know how to deal with her. I feel like most people who drink are like, yeah, that's vodka. <laughs> like that lady had it coming for her when she named her cat. Okay, that's fantastic, Kelly. So she's a bit of a problem. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody knows how to deal with her. Mm-hmm. And Lemon is just feeling like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I ain't going to start with this one. Mm-hmm. This is a whole bunch of problems. Yeah, I'm going to walk away cleanly, which I also think is very cool for people to hear and how it's okay to walk away. Mm-hmm. And Bailey shows up and says, well, if I can get the help of some of the dogs and the other cats, and not everybody's, but enough help, if I can get a group, then we can let her know that the group wants her, but she has to change behavior. Mm-hmm. And that she has a home here and that she's loved and that she can be supported in her growth and change. Sounds like AA. I know. Isn't this amazing? Um, And we will do the job. We will see her through. So if she chooses healthiness, we are her team and this is the family. She, She came to the right place. But if it isn't, then you're, you're not going to like it here Mm -hmm. and we won't allow you to contaminate our healthy home, whether lemon will allow it or not. And we can see that lemon is older and this shouldn't be her problem anymore. And you shouldn't be taking advantage of it, Vodka. This is so great. (laughs) Isn't it? Especially as a non-drinker, this is even funnier for me. (laughs) I just, I just, Mm -hmm. I just freaking loved all of this. Yeah. And the next cat's name is Shooter. Shooter is a shit show. Yeah. Shooter. Totally. Okay. So <laughs> those get you in trouble. Okay. And this is the shooter's personality. So Shooter can be so off the wall in his antics that he gets not only himself in trouble, but everybody else. Because you buy shooters for everyone. It's never just you. It's a group. Oh, Janae. Okay. This I got, is rough. I got to say something to everybody listening to the show today. I'm a non-drinker. Mm-hmm. I have been a non-drinker for decades. Like, I stopped drinking in my 20s, and everybody knows I'm turning 60. So this is so far out of my realm. Not that I can't remember or be around other people and know stuff, but this just is not my world. Mm-hmm. So like, holy shit, Kelly, was I ever having fun in this session. So Shooter gets other dogs into trouble. And then walks away. 
So sh- Shooter's a cat? Yeah. He gets the other dogs into Joanna. Okay. Yeah. And so what's happening here is that she's trying to figure out, but now what's happened is Shooter has just done this one too many times. And now every time something goes askew, Shooter's getting blamed. Every time. And so what comes through is that Shooter's like, oh God, I don't want to get in trouble every single time. Sometimes it's not my fault. Sometimes a lot of times, yeah, it is. But I don't want to get in trouble all the time. And so there's this little conversation going on here that Shooter needs to kind of meet Lemon (laughs) when Lemon is in a mood to be able to say, you got a fly rate here. So Janae gets told that it's Lemon's job to speak to Shooter and for them to work it out so that Shooter can understand that if you want to stay here and not cause severe problems for the dogs because the dogs could snap and that's going to be a lot more damaging to the cat. I'm going to say then another cat snapping, but maybe that's not true. I don't know. But what's going on here is that Janae is being told that she kind of has to put these cats together for a little while so that they can actually get through something together. And that Shooter may not like to be put into a room in the house or a floor where it's just the two of them. And she goes, oh, I know. She goes, I know what you're saying. She goes, whenever I have a problem, she says, I put put Lemon down in the basement. And I got a big, beautiful basement. This isn't a dungeon, girl. She says, but I put them down there with whatever pet needs a good talking to, and I leave them down there for a couple of days. She goes, I go down there. She says, I'm not saying I'm being mean. She goes, I'll go down. I'll do things. But they can't be around any of the other animals until they sort it out. And she goes, I know what you're saying. It's a meeting with Lemon. So Janae says to me, I understand what you're saying, and I understand what I need to do. Thank you so much for letting me know my next plan of action, which I think is just lovely. It's one of the reasons why people call. So the next pet comes to me in the form of a beer bottle. And this one's easy for me. I just see Budweiser and I hear Bud. That's it. And I go, okay, said, so I don't know if I've got the correct name for your next dog, but I see a Budweiser bottle, but I'm being told Bud. So I'm not certain which is the name. And she goes, well, the full name is Budweiser, but you've got it correct in that we often call him Bud or Buddy but it's for Budweiser. And I said, okay, that's great. And she says, I really find it funny how you're getting the names. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bud's character comes through and says, I'm wild. I'm all over the place, but I'm super smart and I am bored. And I need more of a challenge than laying on a couch or playing with the dogs, which I love. And I love playing with the cats. I need stimulation. I need intellectual stimulation, and I'm not going to go sit and talk to Lemon all day. So she needs to give me games. She needs to figure out how to challenge me. So do you see, tell her where she brings the dogs for all of these challenges intellectually. I'd like to go. So I told her that, and she was like, done. She goes, I bring my dogs to agility. I bring my dogs where they get challenged intellectually. She goes, I do that. She goes, I'd be happy to. And she says, does Bud want to go to the stables, to the barns with the horses? And so I asked, I said, Bud, do you want to go? He says, absolutely. Because he would like to know what it would be like to be in an environment that would stimulate him intellectually. He doesn't know how he would converse with a horse. 
He doesn't know if he can. He doesn't know if this is like cat speak horse Mm -hmm. and horses speak cat. Yeah. And geographically, that's going to challenge his brain too. Everything's going to challenge his brain. The senses, Mm -hmm. the new rules, um, the relationships, everything. Mm -hmm. The people that are there, the inter all the interactions. Just it's just gonna be fabulous. So that got settled. And then we moved right into another kind of beer. And this one is Labatt's Blue. And she calls this dog Blue. And Blue shows me his spine and says, This is going to be easy. I need a chiropractor. I don't have emotional and intellectual issues. I am good with my social life. I am here simply to say I want a chiropractor. And I do appreciate the dog therapy with muscle, but I actually need a a dog chiropractor to finally do those adjustments. She's doing everything else right. This is the piece that I'm missing. She's done diet. She's done everything else. Confirm. She's working her butt off for me. She's spending money on me. I just need a chiropractor and a day of rest and I will be good. Mm. And so she got that message very quickly about Blue needing a chiropractor for dogs and the affirmations about everything else. And we're done, Blue. Cool. And then, Kelly, I get to see a glass and I know this dog's name only because I know the glass. I know exactly what name you're going to choose. What is it? Is it something along the lines of Margarita? Yes. It's a very distinct glass. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, okay. Oh, I guess we could have chose Martini too, but that's okay. Oh, that's cool. yes. Margarita. That's, yeah. So, and I did not realize that or remember that. So I said, the next thing I'm getting is a glass. And I said, it's it's um, um a margarita glass. And she goes, that's right. And she says, and we call her Margie. And I said, okay. And I said, and she goes, what does Margie want me to know? And Margie says that she's content that she's happy, that she doesn't have any issues, that she's one of the cats, or pardon me, she's one of the dogs in the house, part of this beautiful animal family with one human, and that she's content with things. She doesn't have any issues really to bring up, but that she's very grateful to be there and that she um, that she didn't like human beings, that in a past life she'd been human, and that she wanted to come back to Earth because she loved the planet but she wanted to come back as a pet and that she wanted to come back in a home where there was one human being with other pets so that she could be safe. She didn't want to be a wild animal in Africa where she was going to get attacked. She wanted to be able to nap. I feel like anyone who believes in and wants reincarnation is like, I want to be one of Janae's pets in my next life. (laughs) And Margie got it. And she says, I'm, I'm, thanking her. She says, this is the ultimate life that I wanted. Mm -hmm. All I want to say to Janae is, this is perfect. It's quirky. There's still stuff going on with all of the personalities, but I'm not a human and I'm just so grateful I'm cared for. Mm -hmm. And all I wanted were to take my naps. And she goes, that is so Margie. She goes, Margie will get in and play, but if she wants a day out, she'll just go into the basement all by herself. She'll just curl up someplace and sleep and listen to the music. And if I pipe some in downstairs for her, I'll even yell downstairs, Margie, do you want Elvis? Oh my God. 
<laughs> so great. And then she, and then she says sometimes I'll I'll even have a conversation with Margie through the floor and and I'll go um maybe it's not an Elvis day. Let let's listen to some Randy Travis. So she says I have this really wide variety of music that I like. It's nice to hear. You know, it's nice to make sure that the, you know I give this to the cats and the dogs. Cute. Yeah. Then I saw the margarita glass turn into a clear liquid with an olive in it. And I said, well, I think your next dog is Martini. And, she, and I, she goes, why? And then she goes, never mind. She goes, oh, I have something funny to tell you. My next dog's name is Olive. <laughs> That's awesome. Which it was why you didn't see the glass. I love this. Yeah. I need the names of those horses, though. Oh, that's awesome, Kelly, but I don't have the names of Damn any it. of the horses. Damn it. We haven't moved into that okay. kind of session yet. Janae needs to call back. Yes. So now I've got Olive, and Olive says to me, I love my name. You tell her I love it. And I said, why? He, she, they. Oh. And I went, what? Olive says, I don't identify as female or male. I love the name Olive. It's perfect for me. Because it doesn't indicate male or female. This is just an olive. Cool. And there are some humans named olive, and those would be females. But she says, it, I don't associate with that. So I love the fact that she's named me something that doesn't give me gender. Mm -hmm. And she says, all of the other dogs and cats know that I don't identify as he or she. So I'm very happy in my world. Love it. Isn't that amazing? Mm -hmm. Just freaking amazing. And I said, Olive, is this why you picked animal? Yes. I did not want to go through what humans go through, trying to figure out he, she, they. Beautiful. And I w did not want to be treated the way they are treated by some people. Mm -hmm. Not by everybody, but by, I'll say the majority of people right now. And hopefully that's ac accurate. So she says, I just want her to know that my name is perfect and that I really don't have anything else to say other than that I love where I am and that I really like it that she takes me to the vet and the vet does check me. That's my body. Cool. But that I'm not treated as a he or she by anybody here. I am they here. And I relayed all of that to Janae and she said, oh my God, I would not have known that. So I am so very grateful that you've told me, and I will keep that in my heart. I will keep that in my mind. I don't know if it's going to change a whole lot, but I will certainly take that into consideration now so that I am more aware. Mm -hmm. And we were done the session. Oh, man. That's great. She just, like, this was such a fun session because I get to remote view. I get to describe to her what her home is like. I get to speak on behalf of nonverbal on all of these cats and dogs. I don't know, Kelly, you get to smell things. You get to understand what their bodies and their souls are going through. I also just love that like all the cats had attitude and sass and the dogs were like, we're just so happy to be here. <laughs> like life's great. <laughs> yeah, that's good too. I hadn't noticed that. That is good. The cats are like the strategists and the oh. rulers and the dogs are like, we're here. We're here and it's great. Oh, that's funny. Now, I wonder if people who own cats and dogs would say that that's wrong, like that that's flipped, or if they would say, no, that's about right. 
Well, and I think, you know, based on what souls need and what the contract is, it could be flipped or it couldn't. Yeah. Anyway, it was, it was such a fun, gentle, funny, um, fulfilling session. Mm-hmm. I'm happy for you. Yeah. And it was this person who was just saying, I'm calling to check in on my family. And this is my family. And have at it and tell me what you get so that I can be fully more in my role as to what I need to know so that it, life is easier for me and life is easier for them. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, you're very welcome. Thanks for listening to Coffee with the Sarlos. If you enjoyed the show today, help spread the love with a like, share, or review of the podcast. See you next Saturday with a brand new episode.